This is the Do It Scared Podcast with Ruth Sukup, episode number 44. On today's episode, we are going to talk to blogger, podcaster, and mental health advocate Faith Mariah about finding the courage to just show up and keep going. Welcome to the Do It Scared Podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and each week on the show, we will talk about how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and create a life you love. Today's episode is brought to you by Elite Blog Academy 4.0. EBA is the comprehensive online course designed to help you create a successful, profitable, and most importantly, sustainable online business. Since 2014, we have helped nearly 10,000 students create some pretty incredible results. And if this is the year that you're finally ready to start an online business of your own, then we would love to have you join us. Doors only open to the public once a year, but you can get more info and join our waiting list at EliteBlogAcademy.com. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. As always, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Living Well, Spending Less and the Living Well Planner, as well as the founder of Elite Blog Academy and the New York Times bestselling author of five soon-to-be-six books. In today's episode, we are going to be talking to blogger, podcaster, and mental health advocate Faith Mariah about getting unstuck, finding your path, and then daring to go all in, even when you're not totally sure you know what you're doing. Faith is the founder of the Radical Transformation Project, and she has so much insight to share, not just on starting a business from scratch, but on daring to go all in on your life and deciding to view obstacles and challenges in your life as opportunities instead of stumbling blocks. And ultimately, that is exactly what this podcast is all about. It's about facing our fears head on and overcoming adversity so that we can create a life we love. Because in the end, courage doesn't mean we're never afraid. Instead, courage is being scared, but taking action anyway, despite our fear. It's putting one foot in front of the other, even when we're not quite sure where the path is going to lead. Okay, guys, so just a couple more quick things before we dive into today's episode, and it is a good one, let me just tell you. First, you can get all of the show notes for this episode, including the links for everything we are going to talk about today by visiting doitscared.com slash episode 44. Once again, that's doitscared.com slash episode 44. Also, if you have any questions or just want to share some feedback on this episode, you can send me a message on Instagram or better yet, tag me in your story. And if I share your post, we will send you a Do It Scared t-shirt. So now with all those details out of the way, I am so honored to introduce you to the very lovely and very inspiring Faith Mariah. Hey, Faith. Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I am so excited to chat. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. This is a very surreal moment. I've definitely, on my blogging journey, had a lot of very surreal moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, like me from a year ago would have never seen this. And this is definitely... Definitely one of those moments. So thank you so much for inviting me. It's like... You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I got to meet you this past summer at Activate, which is our live event for Elite Blog Academy. And then over the past year, I have just loved watching you kind of step up in the EBA community and become more of a leader in the community. And I just think that you have such an amazing heart and such an amazing story. And so I would love to start there with your story. Can we just maybe start at the beginning? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then maybe the quick overview of how you got to where you are right now. Sure. My name is Faith Mariah. I run the blog RadicalTransformationProject.com. I help women that are struggling with depression and anxiety. And my blogging story is long and wild, but I'll try to give you a short version of it. I I don't even know where to start. I guess 
I used to work as a wilderness counselor. I had this kind of wild life where I would go on wilderness trips with at-risk youth. I was a counselor. And then I would take the money I made from those trips and just travel. And that whole kind of chapter of my life was about freedom. It was about traveling. That was really what was most important to me at that time. And then I went, I was traveling on a trip. I went to Montana. I was camping. I had this like beautiful trip. And right when I came off of that trip, I had a really tragic accident that well, it wasn't an accident. I'll tell you what happened. I had a really tragic incident happen with one of my friends where one of my friends had been in an abusive relationship and she left the abusive relationship and then she went missing. Mm. And so it was like just the darkest time of my life. And it, it was like someone threw a grenade into my life. And it was like everything I cared about seemed really stupid. I was like, I don't want to travel. I don't want to do counseling. I don't want to do anything. And so I came home and I got a job at the university. And my plan was always to like wait it out. I was like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So I guess I'll get a nine to five job, which had never been anything I had ever had any interest in doing before. But I was like, I have to wait it out. I have to figure out what the next chapter is. And I just couldn't see my way out of that that tragedy. And so I worked my desk job for a few years. I just didn't really have any motivation to do anything. I was just kind of like getting up and going to work. And it was like a really robotic, checked out, depressed, like dark time of my life. And I ended up getting the opportunity to go to Europe, which had been like a dream of mine. I was in Europe for a couple weeks And the first part of the trip was great. I was like, this is amazing. I'm in Europe. Life's so great. And I felt like I was starting to get part of my life back. And then the second part of the trip was was awful because I didn't want to go back to my life. And I didn't want to go back to my job. And the relationship I was in was like ending. And I was just like, I don't know what, what to do. And so I was up. This is so weird, but I have this like really clear memory of like laying on the floor of the Airbnb I was in with all my friends. And I couldn't sleep. And I was really distraught about not knowing what to do and not knowing what the right steps were to do. And since I couldn't sleep, I was just messing on Pinterest on my phone. I was just like scrolling. And I saw, I think it was Rosemary. It was someone's like income report, like blogging income report. And I was like, what is this? And I just went down this like blogging rabbit hole. <laughs> and now As here so we many are. Of us do. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and Rosemary for. For listeners who are not bloggers and who don't know who that is, Rosemary Groner was on the podcast, um, I think episode seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. Um, but she's another another blogger in our She's community. amazing. She's like a big inspiration to me yeah. and is still a big inspiration to me and has been like such a pivotal part of like my journey. And so I got back. That was – I got back like a couple days after New Year's. It was my New Year's resolution of 2017 to launch the blog. I launched the blog. I joined EBA when that launched. I think that was March. Is that right? Does that sound right? And then I did EBA and I was making my same income as my job by October and I quit my job. And so it's been a very like wild ride. So you started your (laughs) blog. So let me back up a second. So you started your blog. You had, you were Traveling in Europe, and when yep. and when was that? Like November ish. It was January. Like I was December. Oh, January. I was there for Christmas and New Year's, and so I was flying okay. back because I worked at the university, so they had like Christmas off. So I stacked all this like vacation time on top of the university being closed. Oh, <laughs> smart. Yeah, and so I went <laughs> went for like a couple of weeks, which was awesome. But I, I mean, I cried on the plane back all the way, which if you've ever, that's a long flight. That is a long (laughs) flight. Yeah. I was so distraught about coming home and going back to that job. And just, I just reached a point where I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, this is not my right path. Like it was so clear to me, I was on the wrong path and I was not supposed to be at that job anymore. And I had to do something. And I had known that for a long time, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know where to go or like what I would do. I knew I didn't want to go back to traveling and like camping because I was felt like I had just kind of grown out of that. I was like now in my 30s. It's like I can't live in a tent anymore and like travel full time. It's just exhausting after, you know, a certain amount of years of living out of a backpack. I was like, I don't want to do that. And so I couldn't see the way forward. And honestly, like when I saw that stuff about becoming a blogger, it felt like someone threw me a lifeline. And I was like, oh, "Oh, thank God. And I could like see I could like see my way out of it for the first time, which 
if you've ever been in a place like that in your life where all you can see is like darkness and like it was I mean, just an incredible gift. It was like everything lit up in front of me. And I held on to that. People ask me all the time. They're like, how did you like do that so fast? And I was like, I had to. I like had to. I had to like find my way out. And it was like one of those moments of just like putting a flag in the ground and like claiming what I wanted for my life. And sorry, I'm getting so emotional. I've never told this whole story like all at once. (laughs) It's it's amazing, actually. I mean, it's I think so many people who are listening to that, listening right now can probably relate to that of just feeling like I am not in the right place. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I am not where I want to be in my life and I don't know what I'm going to do. And that is like that weight of that late, like lays on you or weighs on you and just like hangs there until you can figure out what else you're going to do. So for you, it was figuring, it was reading this income report from Rosemary Groner and, and realizing that blogging was an option. Did you know, like at that point, what you wanted to blog about, or were you just like, I'm going to, I don't even care what I blog about. I'm just going to figure something out. I had like the idea right away. And I, I, was talking to someone about this the other day. My blogging journey, I feel like, has just been so divine and just that I always know the thing to do and I always know the way. And it's always come to me, even my ideas now, my ideas for podcasts, my ideas for blog posts, they come to me complete and it's like they're already done. And so when I had the idea to like become a blogger, it was clear. And the parts that weren't clear became clear as I started going on this journey, right? It just all became clear quickly. And so I remember leaving Europe, like I had a notes in the notes app in my phone, I had like, like hundreds of like post ideas and things I wanted to write. And the whole time I was like walking around Europe, I was like, like the details were just coming to me. It wasn't even like I was sitting down and figuring it out. It was literally like downloading into my brain from I don't even know from where just from an inspired place. So what gave you the courage then at that point? Because a lot of people have that feeling, right? A lot of people are stuck where you are. They're feeling depressed. They're feeling sad. They're feeling stuck in a job that they hate, that they know they're not doing the right thing. They're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Or maybe even they have an idea of, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. But you, the difference between so many people and what you did is that you actually then took the next step, not only had those ideas and were writing notes and taking, I mean, I know so many people who think about starting a blog for five years, for 10 years, who never actually take the next step to go, okay, this is, now I'm going to do it. And you not only said, now I'm going to do it, but you like poured yourself into it to the point where you within less than a year were earning enough that you could leave your, leave your job at the university. Yeah. Um, I really feel like it was a bottom moment for me. Like I was had been so unhappy at that point. I mean, that's three years after my friend's death of like just darkness and like not, I mean, you know me, I'm a pretty lit up, like passionate person. And for me to be just dark and sad for three years is pretty, a pretty intense experience. And I was desperate. I was like, I will do anything to just find some kind of meaning like in this life I've been given. Like I was like, I'll take the steps. And I had been praying for a long time, like, like, you know, what is the next step for me? What am I supposed to be doing? I knew I was on the wrong path, but I'd had no idea what it was. And so I just had that idea. And I just like went, like I said, I just, it felt like someone threw me a lifeline. Like I clung to it. Like I was like, I need out of here. I need to just go. But looking back, there was, I had so much discomfort around being in that job. And I felt like, I was wasting my life and I felt like I'm on this wrong path and I'm in this wrong job and I'm doing this stuff that's wrong for me and this is so wrong and this is so hard. But looking back, I'm so thankful for that job because if I hadn't had that job, I might not have ever had the courage to take the steps forward. And a lot of times if anyone's listening to this and you're in darkness and you're in that place, you don't know how it's going to turn out and you don't know how things are ultimately working in your favor. And I couldn't see at that time that things were so dark and things were so hard, but it was ultimately for my good. It was ultimately for my favor and it was going to turn around. I was going to help so many more people like because of it. But when you're in the middle of it, you can't always see it, right? That's so true. That's so true. In fact, I was just actually doing some writing this morning and 
looking back on parts of my journey where at the time, same same type of thing. At the time, it felt so dark and I was so mad and I was so bitter about the way somebody who had treated me or how something had turned out in my life. And yet when I look back and now that I have the benefit of hindsight, I can look back and go, oh my gosh, like that taught me so much. That brought me to this point that I am, or that gave me the opportunity that then led to the place where I am right now. Like everything that's in your life right now is leading you to the next thing, but you're still responsible for taking the action and taking that next step and getting yourself to the next place that you want to be. So it's almost like there's no point in being bitter about it or angry about it, but but be grateful for where for the opportunities that you've had up to this point that are going to lead you to the next thing. Yeah, that's one of the biggest takeaways I think from this whole journey that I've had was just that the hard times are ultimately working in my favor and still still like now even I've been walking through some tough things personally, but then I'm turning around and processing it and talking to my audience about it. And my audience is responding back to me, you know, saying like, thank you for sharing, like, oh my gosh. And like, it's amazing. It's such an amazing like journey to be on. And it's just made it so clear to me that, yeah, the darkest times of our lives, the struggles like ultimately are for our good. It doesn't mean it's fair. It doesn't mean it's like right or people deserve what happens to them or anything like that. But it ultimately, you just never know how things are going to work out and how things are always working in your favor. I mean, I would have never it's imagined this. True. <laughs> no, I know. And I also think that sometimes like it is because of the hardships that we get to experience joy because we need both sides of the coin, you know, like without, without the the bitterness, you can't taste the sweetness of life. And so those those two are always going hand in hand. And if you think back on your life too and the things, the moments that you're most proud of and most excited about and that you really like relish and, and want to hold on to, those are usually moments that are associated with times of a lot of struggle or having to triumph over struggle or adversity or something like that. It's always tied together. Those, the good and the bad always come together. So how do you, how do you bring that then to your, to your business? Talk a little bit about your blog. Cause you talk a lot about depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and provide a place for people to talk about that, which is not, there's not a lot out there in that space, especially in the, in the way that you're presenting it. So can you talk a little bit about that? I just see like my job as to show up for my audience and tell the truth because it's such a taboo topic that a lot of people don't talk about. I was really, I've never respected you more and I respect you immensely, but I've never respected you more than when I listened to your episode where you told your story because a lot of people don't tell those stories once, especially once they reach a certain level of success. I think people feel even more taboo and cut off from talking about those things. But I just see my role in it as showing up and telling the truth, right? I'm always, I kind of will give myself these little pep talks where I'm like, I know that there's women in that dark place. And I still remember, I mean, that's why I'm crying on your podcast, because I remember so vividly what it feels like to feel hopeless and stuck and dark, and to spend so many years of my life locked in depression and locked in that place. And I know there's other women that feel like that. And I want to tell the truth about what it's like to live with depression and what it's like to find your way out of it. And there's not a lot of people I feel like speaking about it, frankly, and honestly, and openly. And I feel like that's my gift, because I just feel called to do it. And it it doesn't feel hard to me. It doesn't feel like a struggle. It just feels like that's my calling, right? So I'll give myself these little pep talks, like, you know, people need me, people need me to show up, people need to hear from me, people need to hear my story, people need to hear what it's the truth is what it's like to live with mental illness and what it's like to manage mental health. Not from a, I don't really present myself as a, my background isn't social work, but I don't present myself as a social worker. I just present myself as myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a person going through this crap. Just a person. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly, that's my brand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just a person going through this crap. Yeah, that's exactly the brand, my brand. <laughs> but I think it's so true that people do need to hear that and and they relate to that. People relate. I mean, yes, they want to hear they want to hear positive stories and uplifting stories too, but people just want 
realness. I think, and I think in even today's society, so much more where there's so much that divides us as humans, it feels like when we can just be vulnerable with each other and be real, that is the thing that brings us together. We're all, we're all people. We're all struggling through life. We're all going through things. We all have hearts and feelings and hard things that happen to us. And the more that we can see those things in each other and, and have compassion for each other, I think the more, the more common ground we can find too. Yeah, I love it. That's like my favorite thing about the internet. People that aren't in the internet space always ask me about like trolls and haters. And I'm like, that's not my experience on the internet at all. Like my experience is like, I get really nice emails, like for the most part, like I get a lot of like really positive. And I think it's like what you're talking about. It's like community building, right? I have this like really beautiful community of women now around me, which is so special. And I just never... I don't never thought about being a blogger or being online. I used to live in the woods, you know what I mean? Like I lived in, a, I literally lived in a tent. For, so, so I never thought about what it would be like to be an influencer person in that like space, you know what I mean? Like with people looking at what you're doing and paying attention to you. But it's amazing. It's so fun. And I think there's so much more space for people to step up and share their stories too. And if you're listening to this and you're feeling that in your heart where you have a a desire to share online openly, there's so much space for you. People think that there's not space for you. And that mm-hmm. is could not be further from the truth. There's so I much room for that. you. There's so much room for you, especially if you're willing to get online and be yourself and get online and tell the truth and get online and speak passionately and share. They're like, this is your time. Like this is such a magical time that we're in. And there's so much opportunity and space for you. Very, very true. So what, aside from building the community and being able to just be, be your, get paid for being yourself is (laughs) basically, basically (laughs) what you're talking about. What is your favorite part of having an online business? Oh my gosh. I love everything about it. I'm obsessed with my business. I love it. This running this business has changed my life and just made me such a better person than I I would have been without it because I'm constantly having to step up and become a leader. I'm constantly stepping outside of my box and like getting out of my comfort zone and challenging myself to get my message out in new ways to develop new, more powerful messages, right? Share them bigger, share them more. That's always my goal and my calling. And it's made me, it's, I've went on this really, really intense personal development journey, like the last, especially the last year or so because I grew the audience. And then I was kind of like, Oh, like, there's a bunch of people looking at me now, like, I need to say something (laughs) to them, like, I better get my message, right, right? Like, all of a sudden, I was like, Oh, like, you know, there's all these people coming to me, and they're not following me on Instagram for cute outfits, like there's people following me that need help. And I have to like step up. And so I went on this really intense personal development journey of hiring coaches, hiring business coaches, like hiring therapists, reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts. And it's just been amazing. It's like, personally, for me, just changed me in ways I never could have even imagined. I was thinking about this about Activate earlier because I didn't go to the first Activate because your girl was broke and she wasn't making any <laughs> money. So I didn't start making money in my my blog till October. And I think Activate was in September. Mm-hmm. And I was so close to quitting. I almost quit. Like, oh wow! <laughs> so here's a story for all of the newbie bloggers out here. I literally almost quit. Like, what's that saying where they're like, oh, you quit like right before the finish line or something? Mm-hmm. I was like weeks away from making it like as a blogger, like making full time income. And I hadn't made any money. And so I couldn't see it. So I was just like, am this stupid? Like, like, I'm not making any money from this. I'm this. I've wasted hundreds of dollars and hours of my life. I'm never going to get back. And I had a ticket to activate and I sold it. So I didn't go. I was like, I can't go to Portland. Like I'm, this blog is just, you know, I'm just flushing money down the toilet at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like about to quit, right? About to quit. And three weeks after that is when I started making my income and I've been making full-time income ever since. So you never know. That's like, amazing. You never know when it's going to happen. true. You never know when that moment, that spark, you have to lay the groundwork and it takes a while. And when you're in that, when you're in it and you don't know how it's going to end. And I bet now you look back and and you did, I mean, you told the story and you, of looking back and you're like, yeah, it happened so fast. It happened in like nine months. Yeah, and but- yet in month eight, you, it felt like it could be 
endless. Yeah, and, and that's, you did not I had know. so much turmoil over that, right? Like it was like, am I ever going to do this? And I'm in this job and I hate it. And I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of it. And I don't know if this is going to work. And I don't know if I'll ever do it. And there was so much turmoil over that uncertainty. And that's the lesson I take now is like, just be certain. I've decided. I'm like, my success is inevitable. It's inevitable yes. that this message will get big, that I will go big. Everything that's going to happen is going to happen in its own time in perfect timing. And it's just my job to stay the course. And I don't let myself walk in that uncertainty because it's so hard once you get your, once you let your brain go in that place of like, I don't know if this is going to work and I don't know if you're good enough. And I don't know all this uncertainty. Once I let that in, it cripples my message and it cripples my momentum. And so I just have gotten really good at just blocking that out. And I just decide, I decided to be certain. My massive success is inevitable in my mind. I inevitable. love that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and it's so true because the like I and I say this all the time but the only difference between people who fail and people who are successful is that the successful ones just don't quit. Yeah. They don't quit. I mean, how many people quit right before something big is going to happen and they'll never know. And I and I have said that about my own journey too is when I tell my story, my blogging story, which I've told a million times about how, you know, I was working and my husband quit his job and all this stuff, like when I look back, it seems like it happens so fast. And I look back on my business and I go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've built this business in, in just a few years. But at the time, like you have no idea what's going to happen when you don't get to, when, when you're in it, you don't know what the ending looks like. You don't know how it's going to look. And it feels very different when you're in it and it feels scary. And that's where you just have to go. I'm just going to keep going. I am just going to keep going. I'm not going to quit. And that doesn't go for just blogging. That is for any endeavor in life. So if you're listening to this right now thinking, I want to do something big and scary and I don't, but I don't know how it's going to end and I don't know how it's going to turn out. There's like, all you can do is just keep moving forward and keep moving forward and keep moving forward. There's something energetically too about, like I said earlier, like you have to claim that flag in the ground, right? There's something energetically about being like, I'm going to make it. My success mm -hmm. is inevitable. Like I decided, like I decided to be certain. And that was a pivotal moment for me. Like once I sold that ticket to activate and I was like, am I a failure? Like, am I failing? <laughs> like, am I quitting? <laughs> like, what is this? And I decided to keep going and I just decided I'm not going to quit. I was like, I don't, I don't care if this takes me three years and I have to work without making a freaking penny. Like, and I decided to just stay all in. I had been all in, but I decided like, nope, like. I'm not quitting. Like, I'm going to make it. And I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if no one reads this stupid blog for three years, if I don't make any money. Like, I'm going to show up. And there's something about deciding and being certain and like putting your flag in the ground and standing up for your life and deciding to show up. And I just, I really believe that. And I think it, you can feel people's energy online. People feel that from me when I show up online and I'm like, I'm here. I'm here to spread a message. I have things to say. Like, <laughs> yes. Whereas when I, I love it. Yeah. When I first started, I was like scared of everything and scared of what people would think of me. And if my neighbors saw my blog or my ex boyfriend saw it, what would they think? And all this fear and like stupid stuff that I don't even like entertain now. Right. I've just like, I've talked myself up to this other place in my life where I'm like, my message is important. My work is important. I'm here to show up and I don't care how hard it is. I don't care who laughs at me. I don't care who thinks I'm stupid. Like I'm here to show up for my life, right? My flag is in the ground. Like I'm going to make it. My success is inevitable and I'm here to help a lot of people. And there's something energetically about that, I think, of just deciding and being certain and then just going forward. <laughs> That's really been helpful for me. <laughs> well, clearly, it's working for you. So for people who are listening and trying to get more traction for their online business right now, what advice would you give them? More, whether it's more traffic, more sales, more eyes on their page, whether they're just like, I don't know if this is if I'm actually going to make it. What like besides put your flag in your ground, which I love, which is yeah, amazing yeah. advice. Like, Des like claim it. Decide just to go, be certain and then make a lot of stuff. Just make a lot of stuff. <laughs> you need like that momentum, right? You need that creative momentum, and I believe a lot in the creative energy of ideas, and that's why I believe like ideas come to me whole and completed, like whole downloads, like I was saying earlier, like I, I can just sit down and be like, 
what is the blog post and it just channels itself. It's done. Like I already know what it is because I'm a creative inspired person because I have so much creative momentum, but you have to get going, right? People get stuck. They get stuck over the dumbest stuff, right? What's my brand color? What's my logo? What's so-and-so doing? What the Facebook mm. said this about Pinterest? And it's, it makes them stop. Do not stop. Just create, share your message, right? And it, when I started, like my message honestly wasn't that powerful. It was kind of stupid. Like I didn't really have a lot to say because <laughs> I had never spoke to an audience before, right? But I had to show up and write and write and write and then have the podcast and talk and talk and talk and go on live like live video on my Facebook group and talk to my people and go on Instagram and talk to my people. And over time, my message got better. But if I had just like sat there, it doesn't move you forward, right? You need to be in a creative inspired space, I really think to like make it. And the way I did it was I just made a lot of content. Like there's been plenty of months where I was doing one blog post, two blog posts a day at some points of my time. So how did you continue to build that creative energy? Because that's, I think people, like I love that you're, it sounds like you're not at all a perfectionist where you're just like, I'm just going to get it out there. I'm going to get it out there, which is so important. But so many people are, and that is what holds them back, thinking that everything has to be perfect before they can move forward. And you were like, my message wasn't even that good, but I have spent the last year and a half developing myself and developing my message and developing all of these skills so that my message can get better and better and better. And it is, and it's, it's amazing. And your audience gets to grow right along with you. Yeah. No, I think perfectionism is just people hiding and being scared. I really think that if you're being a perfectionist, I think you're hiding, like you're hiding behind this thing that what you're creating isn't good enough. Like this belief you have that what you have to say, your core message isn't good enough, or maybe people won't like you, or maybe it's not, the quality is not there. And it really comes from like a place of fear. And you need to find what drives you forward to get over your fear, right? Whether it's like quitting your job. When I first started, I was quitting my job. I was like, I have to get out of this job if I'm going to make it in life. Like that was my driving force, like at first. Right. And then I made it out of the job. And now it's like my message. Like, you know, I would do anything for my audience. I'll share any story, like do anything for them because that's my mission. You have to find something in your heart that will get you over that fear and get your stuff out there because perfectionism, you're just hiding. You're just hiding behind fear. And it doesn't matter if you're not getting your message out, if you're not showing up for your people, if you're not creating it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if you're a perfectionist or you're lazy. The, at the end of the day, you're not showing up for your audience and you're not getting your stuff out. Like, I don't I don't know. You've just got to kind of decide to do it, right? Do it scared. <laughs> do it scared. Do it scared. So let's talk about fear. The, I mean, you're t- already talking about the role of fear is perfectionism, but perf- fear shows up for different people in different ways. Yeah. So it maybe didn't show up in that way for you. How did it show up in your life, in your business? And how? what's something that's really scared you? And how have you had to move past that? It shows up all the time. I feel like this is a con- – this- the reason this journey has been so transformative for me is that I constantly have to stand up and push myself to the next level, right? And I had been wanting to be on YouTube for a long time. I just launched a YouTube channel. One of the other girls in EBA group really inspired me and I had had it in my heart, but I was scared because I don't like being on camera. And I was like, this is, it's such a like weird, uncomfortable, cringy kind of thing to do to me to like film myself in my house and like talk to a camera. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Like I just, it's too uncomfortable. And then I realized I was like, I cannot be running literally all over the entire internet telling people to stand up and show up in their lives and then not be willing to get on YouTube. Like I just like, you know what I mean? It's like, I just have to, right? At this point, I've built so much accountability for myself standing up for fear because I literally have been running all over the internet Instagram, Facebook, podcast, I mean, every corner I can get in, every everyone that will listen to me, right? I'm just like talking at them, trying to spread this message. And it's like, I have <laughs> like, I've built so much accountability for myself. It's like, I can't hide from my fear anymore. I have to have that level of accountability of like rising up and stepping up and willing to be uncomfortable and do things that make me want to like crawl in a hole. Like I edited that video and I was like, oh my God. And I uploaded it and I just emailed it to my list. My list is like 30,000 people. And I was like, all right, (laughs) here you go. That'll be the hardest one. So you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew the first one would be the hardest one. And I was talking to Jennifer. She was like, just do it. Just take the camera you have, upload the video. Like, and just do it. And I was like, and I love you do have to just do it. I felt the same way about video. 
Um, when I first started, I would not go on, and I made these couponing videos at Publix with my kids, and they were horrible. And then people on YouTube are not kind either. They will tell you all the things that you do wrong, like all the times you say, um, and <laughs> whether you buckle your kid into the shopping cart, um, they will they will let you know. But, but it's, it's that great same practice. feeling over and over again, right? Like I had the same feeling when I emailed my list for the first time. I had the same feeling like I didn't want to do email for so long because I was like scared to email. Like looking back is so funny. I think I had like 30 subscribers and my heart would pound every time I would email my list. It was so <laughs> silly, you know, but now email is no big deal. And now I go live in my Facebook group all the time. That's no big deal. That used to be terrifying to me to go live in that group. But you just kind of keep, evolving and pushing. And there's never really, I don't think as a business owner and someone in the online space, like we are, I don't think there's ever a point where it's like comfortable and you're just like, that I see coming anyway, maybe I'll retire or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's true. I think every time you do something that pushes you past your comfort zone, and this is not just for business owners, this is, this is any time in life, Yeah, but anytime you, you push yourself a little further than to do something that you didn't dare do yesterday. That gives you the courage to do the next thing. And then when you get a little further, you see, oh, there's that thing over there that I'd never even noticed before because I was t- I was down here hiding from from all of this stuff. And you start to see more and more stuff and you start to push yourself a little bit more and a little bit more. And you build up that courage muscle ag- again and again and again and do things that you never would have thought possible. And you'll look back on it then a year from now or two years from now or five years from now and go, oh my gosh, first of all, I can't believe I was scared of the stuff that I was scared of. But second of all, I can't believe how far I've come and all the things that I have dared to do. And, And that's pretty, it's pretty cool and pretty amazing. You just have to start by taking that first step. You don't have to do all the steps. No. And when you listen to something like this, I think it's easy to think, oh my gosh, well, I could never do all of that, but it it never starts out like this waterfall. It starts out like a little trickle. Yeah. That was something that really motivated me in the beginning. I would tell myself all the time, I was like, everyone started from zero. <laughs> I was like, because yes. I would look at people's numbers and stuff and be like, oh my God, like, how do they get this kind of traffic or how do they do that? Or how do they do this? And I would be like, they all started from zero. <laughs> like we all start at zero for the most part. I'm sure there's some- Every single person starts at zero. Like, yeah. That Always. really was encouraging to me. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. Like, <laughs> please let that. this work. <laughs> So what is one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn either in business or in life, either like a huge mistake or a time somebody just treated you really badly? Uh, Just tell us what happened and what it taught you. Gosh, I've made so many mistakes in my business, but nothing catastrophic. I, and I, I've had things happen lately that would have before just totally blew my mind and made me really upset. But now I'm just like, you know, mistakes happen and you just roll with the punches and my business is evolving. The internet is so unpredictable (laughs) and we're in (laughs) such a new space and my business is new and I'm new. Um, You know, I didn't even have a smartphone when I launched my blog. Like I've like very not tech savvy at all. Literally, if I can have a blog, you guys can do anything (laughs) that you want (laughs) because I like my friends now like think it's hilarious that I'm like on the internet and I have this online business because I was the one really that, you know, I didn't have a smartphone until I was like 30 years old. So like, you know, a few years ago, cause I was living in the woods. <laughs> like the internet was such a foreign place to me as far as I can't think of like a single mistake. I feel like it's just a constant learning process, but I try to just give myself the space and have grace with myself because I can be very hard on myself. I'm a very goal driven motivated human being, which is like a great trait, but it also means I can be a complete jerk to myself and beat myself up. And I've just decided to give myself grace. And I think that's one of the most important lessons this journey has taught me is just to be nice to myself and be kind. And it really comes from that place of like, I never want to slow down that momentum, that creative energy. And when you're a jerk to yourself, I guarantee you, if you're not having ideas and you're not inspired, it's because you're a jerk to yourself. You need to like reevaluate because your brain is bringing you ideas and then you're going, that's stupid. Like, that's a bad idea. That's stupid. No one's going to want that. And do you, Very think, true. do you think your brain is going to keep giving you ideas, right? Do you think you're going to be inspired if you're being a jerk to yourself? So I really had to learn, like, 
I hold like ideas and being inspired as sacred. I see that as like my most important job in this world is, you know, to be a leader, but to be inspired and to be coming up with new things. And to do that, I have to give myself grace and be kind to myself. And every time I get an idea, I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so grateful for it. Even if it's like the dumbest idea, because I want my brain to know it's safe to, to think differently. It's safe to bring me ideas. It's safe to come up with new things. And I think going through the struggles I've had to go through in business of just screwing stuff up, not having no idea what I'm doing, right. And making mistakes over and over again and having to learn, like, give myself grace and be kind because I don't want to slow down that momentum. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so much sense. It's a, <laughs> Sometimes I'm talking it's about things and I'm like, this no, is an idea. No, it's so good. It's so good. I didn't want to stop you because I was just like, this is gold right here. So good. So what are you working on right now that has you really fired up? I just launched a new podcast and a new, I guess, brand. I launched faithmaria.com. And that is going to be a podcast about blogging, about being inspired. And it's kind of like pep talks. I was going to call it radical pep talks for bloggers. um, But it's more (laughs) about, you know, my spiritual beliefs and my I'm going to talk about practical things, too. I feel like people always want to talk about practical things because they're like, tell me what to do. Like, give me like a little checklist to success. (laughs) Yes. Which in my mind is like not how it works at all. I attribute like my success like so much to being inspired and being vulnerable and all these kind of abstract ideas. So I started the podcast yes. to talk about that. But people don't want to know about that so much. People are like, how do I how do I get the traffic? <laughs> you want to tell me, I, tell me those things. <laughs> that's actually how how I started Elite Blog Academy was because I had wrote I ri- wrote this book, How to Blog for Profit Without Selling Your Soul. And I never really intended to talk about blogging or write about blogging or anything, but all these all these friends and readers had been asking me like, what are you doing? How did you, how did your husband quit his job? So I wrote this book and I thought, okay, I'm just going to write it. I'm going to put it out there. It's going to be done. And then all these people wanted to know more stuff. And they're like, well, can you do consulting? I was like, I guess I can. I mean, you know, I was still in that like throwing spaghetti against the wall phase where you're doing whatever you can. And so I'm like, I guess I can do consulting. And I did it, but, and it was great. I love working. I would love coaching people. I love working with people one-on-one, but I found that it was really time consuming. And also everybody asked me the exact same question, which was, I just want to know step by step by step what I have to do to be successful. Can you just tell me step by step what I have to do? And I was like, I need to create a course on this. And that was how Elite Blog Academy was born. And as you know, it does teaches you step by step by step yeah. <laughs> how to be successful. I'm so excited but, for so the new launch. You launched this podcast. So yeah. did you – yeah, let's talk about that new launch in just a second. But you launched this podcast. When When did it start? Is it going now? It was my New Year's resolution, but I started it before January. Like I try to start my New Year's resolutions a couple weeks before January. So I launched the YouTube channel. So I had, I wanted to have like a couple videos up on the YouTube channel and a few podcast episodes up before January 1st, just so I could, because I'm so big on like momentum, right? I don't know if you're getting that from me. I want momentum going into the new year. I don't want to start like from stopped. I I want to be going. I kind of love that idea. Yeah. Starting... Starting your New Year's resolutions in December. Yeah. So I was like, genius. Yeah. I was like, I knew I didn't have like all my goals like written out. Like I didn't have everything mapped. I know you're really into goal setting. I am too. So I didn't have everything like mapped out like exactly. But I knew like, like YouTube channel was coming. I knew uh, blogging podcast was coming. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get those out. And that way, when I start in January, I already have that like momentum going. So I think I have three episodes of that podcast up. Now talking about blogging and I love talking about blogging. I'm obsessed with it and I don't have a lot of space to talk about it because my friends don't know what a blog is. Like people still don't (laughs) understand. They're like, what? My mom the other day literally was like, how do you make money on the internet? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) My parents, my parents still ask me that too. (laughs) She's like, I don't understand. All the time. She's like, I look at your. I don't really understand what you do. Yeah. She's like, I read your blog, but you're making money from it? How? (laughs) Like, she's so confused. So I was trying to tell her, but I love talking about blogging. So I just wanted like a new, fun, inspired project, you know, to do. So that's at faithmariah.com. You can check that out. If you guys want to see me being cringy on YouTube, that's, it's up there. It's up there. (laughs) You have one YouTube video up so far? I have two. I have two. two. Okay. Two. And maybe by the time this episode airs, there'll even be a few more. 
I hope so. <laughs> We're going to cheer you on. They oh, are that's time awesome. consuming. I was like, Jennifer, you didn't tell me when I started this YouTube channel that it takes like 10 hours. It takes me like no time to edit my podcast. So I was like, oh, it'll be like a podcast, but on video. No, it's like a whole different. And I had to, I was like literally Googling like, a, I was Googling like how to edit video not on a Mac question mark, like what software? And then I like downloaded it. And then I was like Googling, like, how the heck do I use this? Like, you know, how do I make this into a video? It was such a mess. It took me like a whole night. I thought it would take me an hour to learn my, to learn how to edit video, which is like. I'm sure you'll get faster. I love that actually though. It's such a good, it's such a good example though. Like you don't actually have to know how to do something before you just do it. Like you're just like, I'm just going to make a video and then I'm going to Google how to edit it and figure it out. Like it's not going to be, maybe it's not going to be like Oscar caliber at this point, but it's good enough. I'm (laughs) getting the message out there and I'm figuring it out. Yeah. And it will get better. Right. I have to give my, that's part of like giving myself grace too, is like, I give myself grace to just like suck at things sometimes because I'm like, I'll start here and it will get better, but I have to like, it's, it's tough to go through that learning process in front of an audience and like, you know, have people watching, which is like almost like embarrassing. (laughs) This This is another like learning thing. I I was scared of doing Facebook live for so long. I was like terrified and I knew I wanted to do it, but I was always like, Oh, I'll do it when my group is bigger. Don't do that. If you're listening to this, (laughs) don't do that. Cause I had to learn how to do Facebook live. I had thousands of people in my group by the time I learned how to do Facebook live. And I was like, I wish I would have done this like (laughs) months ago when I had the idea when the group was small and I knew everyone in the group, it would have been a lot easier. So that really taught me a lesson. It's like, don't wait. Like my audience is only going to get bigger, hopefully, please God. (laughs) And it's like, don't wait till like my audience is bigger to learn these lessons, like get on YouTube now, you know, it's like, I might as well bite the bullet. (laughs) Just do it and do it now. So on that note, last question, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received and why? I really, there's so many I feel like that I love, but I'm really on a Tony Robbins kick lately. And I love, he always talks about life is happening for you. It's not happening to you. And I've been walking through some pretty tough personal lessons at the end of 2018 and just some personal struggles. And I just keep like telling myself that I'm like, this is for my good. That's one of my affirmations I use. If you're walking through a tough time, I tell myself like a thousand times a day. I'm like, everything is happening for my good and in my favor. There's no other way for it to go. And I had to add that second part, that like certainty. There's no other way for it to go. And it just... It helps me sometimes when you're walking through a tough time, it can see dark and you can't see your way out and you don't know like that there's anything good that's ever going to come of it. And you just have to, it's not faith until it's tested, right? I love that quote too. It's not faith until it's tested and you have to be able to say to yourself, you know, everything's happening for my good and in my favor. There's no other way for it to go. Life is happening for you, not to you. And we talked about that a little bit in the beginning, but I really that's really got me through some like tough times of my life of just being like, this is happening for me, not to me. Like I get to decide what things mean in my life. I'm the boss. And that's really been a huge mindset shift for me too, is like, I get to decide what this means to me. I get to decide how this impacts my life. I get to decide who I become because of this situation. I get to decide how I see this and I can decide to see this differently. And, you know, I'm the boss, I'm in control, I'm in the driver's seat. I don't get to decide what happens to me, but I get to decide that it's for my good. And I get to decide that I'm going to show up in my life and use my struggle for good. And I get to decide what struggle means to me. I'm in control. There's so many people that feel stuck, that feel, I was like that, right? I just felt stuck and like victimized by my life. And I'm like, you know, my friend was like murdered by her boyfriend. All this awful stuff has happened. Like, why is this my life? Like, I don't deserve this. And it's such a disempowering place to be in. And once I decided like, yeah, that stuff was unfair and hard. Like, you know, that's not what I'm saying, but I get to decide what I do with it. I get to decide what it means to me. I'm the boss. I'm in control. I'm in the driver's seat. This is my life. I decide. And so that... I don't know. That Tony Robbins quote, I always think about that. Um, I don't know. 
I'm on a tangent. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Drop the go. mic right there, girl. That was it. <laughs> I don't think you can end any any better than that. It was seriously, though, such such good advice, and it brings it all full circle of everything we talked about in the beginning. Oh, what a thank you so much, so much for coming on today. This was so good, and you have so much wisdom to share. Final, um, final words, we can find you at where? I'm at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. You can find my mental health podcast there. I have a mental health support Facebook group. I would love to have you come join. I'm on Instagram at Radical Transformation Project. If you want to see me, if you want a pep talk from me every day, follow me on Instagram because I'm on Instagram every day. <laughs> you can, awesome. You can see my dog. And we will link to all of this in the show notes as well. So you can find find Faith everywhere and find her in the show this notes was there. So, so thank you. Fun. I can't believe thank you, this. Faith. This was a very surreal moment for me, for sure. <laughs> I would have never imagined even a year ago. <laughs> You just never know. You just never know. Never know know where life is going to lead you. I know. This is so true. Thanks, girl. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. So don't forget that if you would like to get all the show notes for this episode, along with all the links to everything that we just talked about, or if you would like to grab our free Do It Scared manifesto, you can find it all at doitscared.com slash episode 44. Once again, get all the show notes and the links on our website at doitscared.com slash episode 44. And then before we go, I just want to say, as always, that I love, 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 love hearing from you guys. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the Do It Scared podcast, any guests that you would like to see interviewed, please feel free to reach out either via email or just by messaging me on Instagram. And that about does it for this episode of the Do It Scared with Ruth Suga podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you liked what you heard, you can leave a review on iTunes or better yet, share this episode on your Insta story and tag me to let me know. If I repost your story, we will send you a Do It Scared t-shirt just for fun. Also, be sure to subscribe either on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you like to listen to be notified of new episodes. And speaking of upcoming episodes, be sure to join me next week as we chat about a topic that I get asked about all the time, and that is how do you mentally prepare to start a business? I'm going to share some pretty big and pretty hard lessons that I've had to learn in my own professional life, as well as some essential tips that any aspiring business owner needs to know. Even if you're not thinking about starting a business right now, there are some great life lessons in there as well. So if you are starting thinking about starting a business, well, then this one is a can't miss episode, but I really think it's going to be good for everyone. So I will catch you then. <laughs>